Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Dex and Jake, as uh, every week it is for the last 74 episodes. Yes, ha- ha- how has your week been, my friend? Uh, not too bad. It's been a resting week because I kind of did too much the following week. So I've been a lot of it resting. We've had the illness that's going around at the minute. We all got hit with, hit with it quite midweek. And then so resting doing all that kind of stuff and just planning stuff for the summer and stuff to do with my little girl, basically because she finishes nursery next week and starts school in September. So we've got that all to look forward to. And it's seven-week holiday, so I've got to figure out what to what to do with her part. Seven from... weeks? Seven weeks, yeah, she's off for seven weeks. Nursery finishes uh, early. Seven uh, weeks? She's off for seven weeks. I'd love yep. seven weeks off. Love it. Anyway. Yep. She's out to seven Carry weeks. I've got, to try and, I've, tried, I've got to try and figure out some stuff to do, what she can do, apart from, like, dig holes in the garden, which she does like doing, but the dog keeps falling in because he's an idiot. Oh, oh, we keep, oh, we keep hearing down again. It's like, like isn't, oh, that usually, isn't that usually the other way around, where the dog digs holes in the garden and the child yep. falls in them? Yep, not this, not in this household. My little one will dig a hole, and the dog will forget it's there and run into it. And we're just there, and I'm waiting. I'm just waiting and filling them back in, putting the graph back on, and then I'm waiting for that bit where I hear that. It's like, oh no, that's a vet bill. And I keep telling her stop digging holes in the garden. She's like, but where else can I dig? Someone else's garden, not mine. <laughs> but apart yeah, from that, well, been good. Kids are kids. Yeah, how's your week been? I'm trying to think, because we didn't do the podcast last Monday. We did an early record. Okay, yeah. I've been... It's work, 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 more work. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of just seeing if I can book some holidays in in the near future as it's getting warmer, see if I can actually afford to do it. Have you been crying every time you fill your petrol petrol up for your car? I've got a diesel car, but, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Which is even worse. So yes, I am. I'm spending about for work alone. Well, let's just put it this way: I'm putting like sixty-five quid in a week, pretty much, for, for my job alone. Oh, just that and that's different. on a good week. So you're you're the pump it to go money, 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 money. Yeah, stop. <laughs> that's for a good week as well. Oh, jeez. I know. I know. I know around near my uncle, I think their diesel's £2.5. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, uh, I think we're all feeling it if you drive. But you can't really do anything about it. It ain't, salaries ain't going to match inflation. Salaries haven't matched inflation for a long time. And even if salaries did actually do a little bit of an inflation bump this time, which most of them won't do, it still it. wouldn't be anywhere near no. the inflation on everything else, especially if you look at the housing market, for example. But that's the world. Uh, on lighter note, on lighter notes, like I've got a lighter trouble. I've just realised I'm not working tra- this this last week. I've just realised I'm not working tramlines weekend, and I've not booked the band in anywhere. So that's fantastic. If anybody is watching this that has got a venue that wants to book my band and you've heard my band feel free to book us for tram lines we could probably do about four or five so we could we could fill an half hour slot right i've not played in two years what i have, what's your I have done other the... performances but the band haven't so it'd be a laugh we'd see what happens we've what's put on a great on, show take on the tram line situation with the like not allowed back in if you go out kind of thing it's ridiculous it's, it's ridiculous as an artist who is basically mainly predominantly and still does the venues around the main tram lines because the main tram lines can be a little bit of a closed shop, right? And it's actually where the best gigs aren't. One of my best ever gigs was at West Street. Mm. When we did a, I think it was a few years ago when we did a West Street tram lines late night. Or it, it might be, I think it was the after because we played three three gigs. That's what you do on tram lines, right? And I was just being able to go and see bands like that and do that. They are the best experiences of tram lines yes the, it's it you could see it coming though when they moved it 
they moved it to obviously Hillsborough Park with everything and they tried to enclose everything and they kept it. it it's not as much about the city anymore. It doesn't I love feel tram, like lines, tram lines. But yeah, it, it has changed. It has changed in that regard. Um, think, we think ha- that's where we- a lot of bands network and get to like, you get to get collabs at a different artist that would never collab, but do yeah. it because it tramline and you get some of the best and unique things. And I think yeah. that's sometimes what make tramline tramlines. Well, I even like the last time I did it, because I've not done, we've not done tramlines as a band for three years, which is weird. Because the last time I did it, the last time I actually performed before this COVID sort of like became a thing. Yeah. Because I was like, I took a year off and I was like, but then the shaky got in touch and went, do you want to come and do an acoustic set? So I was like, yeah, it's a laugh. I like doing acoustic sets at the shaky. So we went and did an acoustic set at the shaky and did one gig that year. And it was that. Oh no, we did a, bo- we did a Christmas gig as well. But then it was, uh, yeah, we've not, I've not actually done, I've not done the tram. We will, we will get back to, if I knew we were, we, I wasn't working because I thought I was working right up until this week. We'd have done the, let's play six venues and just have a try laugh. and just see what you can get out there or other ones that you normally play fully booked. I'm not asking this time because I know what it's like for them to get bands asking this late. Mm. Right. So I'm not reaching out. I usually do get DM'd about opportunities and if we can make it work, we'll make it work. I've also got to make sure we can actually put a good set together. Yeah. In there. Cause it, cause we haven't played the EP live yet and I'd love to do that. Mm. Um, because it's just obviously the pandemic just threw it. I literally dropped it last year and, and I've not really been able to, I, I only do summer tours really. We should start doing some, some one-off gigs in like late, late latter end of the year, pick up all the student nights and things like that. But when you become working and you're working and your music, your music side is, I obviously do work in the music industry and that, but like when it it's, when your actual, when your band music is yeah. not your main income, it's uh you're then having to work out which band member can play what which band member doing this also the like my guitarist getting married which is thrown a spot because we were going to actually tour this summer and then he decided to get married so is all of his efforts on that and then we've got the stag when we'd usually do all that as well so yeah there's a lot to think yeah. of and a lot to pay for so yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, other than that, that was my music woes this week. But yeah, it's been it's been an alright week. Just just getting through this period of busyness because I've got some time off coming up yeah. shortly. I'm gonna practically, I'll probably take a, f- a couple of weeks off. I think I've got a couple of weeks in August. I'm just solidly taking off because hopefully it'll be nice weather, and I can do things. We'll see. It's meant to be nice all this. Most of this July, well, like stupidly hot temperatures. So hopefully, none of them are on a Monday. Mm, these, yeah, that's a good room, point. These rooms room turn into sweat box. They do. It is nice to be able to actually sit back in here and use all my equipment that mm. I can just actually sit in and record the podcast easily rather than trying to do it in that other space because it is difficult audio wise. Isn't funny that. No. We are rigging that room a little bit more, but it's it's not it's not going to be it's it's not, for example, going to have all my Mac stuff in it, and it's not yeah, going to yeah. have like my Mac suite in it. So, anyway, should we actually get into the talking yeah. Wednesday part of it? So Wednesday have played. We have seen a Sheffield Wednesday side this week. This is uh, in place of the housekeeping because we've got no new reviews. Get your reviews in, please. Thank you. We've not had a review in a while. If you're one of those who's like, I've listened to it from the off and you've not left a review, now would be the time. Now would be the time. Stand up and be counted. You have to make a short showing you where the review section is. No, we'll just publicly shame you (laughs) instead with a short. We'll find out somehow and publicly (laughs) shame you. We'll put you on blast. Okay. Um, But Wednesday have played. They played... Alfreton, what did you think? Do you see, well, it's not really. We're not doing a proper match review on it, this one. 
it was some, good to some see... Wednesday players came out and ran around and didn't yeah, get injured. At, at the end of the day, when you look at preseason, preseason it just glorified fitness and getting you to assist and getting players used to each other if they knew. It was a three five two no three five two formation. Uh, Maths. Which was interesting. Well, they're 352. I can't remember what it is. I've done a video on this today. Um, I don't know. This is your job but, on the podcast to do we what did, you're doing we all did, the stats. We did have three at the back, and it looked like we're sticking with that. And it it was interesting because you had some young players like Jay, Jay Glover playing wing back, which looked very good. And it's obviously the route we're going down. We're going to play with wing backs who can get back and then turn that back three into a back four. Uh, back four, back five if need be, kind of thing. So it's going to be good to see what interchanging happens. Uh, it was a good one out for Smith and a wick way. And it was the one where you, you're seeing that match and you're like, there was some good things. Biz looks quality. Uh, Bannon is usual self. Cameron Dawson played and then the youngster Pierce came on around the 70th, 77th minute. No Stockdale because he'd been given a bit more time off. He'd been in the uh, training and stuff like that but it was just one of those ones where it was a pre-season friendly and there's not a much you can take part from it's good to see players getting a run out and getting to know the squad 45 minutes one half and then another 45 minutes for the other half and you've got the thing you're looking at the wind wind that situation he may play as a number 10 this season if you're going to start him and I don't know how I feel about that because that's where Bannon was playing for a bit so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes if that makes sense. And if you look at the whole midfield situation anyway, we now have two for each position in midfield, which is something Darren wanted for ages. But if you're going to shove a five in the middle or four in the middle, that's a lot of rotation if you're doing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So I'm just wondering if you're going to try and go for one more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good. It was good run out for lads. Uh, Alex Hunt, Jack Hunt also getting game time, so Youngster getting some good time, good game time as well. So good to see them just gelling and bonding. Very good. I was going to say something witty during that. And I know that's not like me at all, is it? But uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. So clearly my brain is firing <laughs> no, and all cylinders. And there's no, there was no Darren Moore because Darren Moore has had a knee operation. Uh, at the moment, he's going around the training ground on a golf buggy. Uh, he'd been following Liam Palmer's 10K Jude campaign. He did one where he showed Darren Moore on the golf cart and people were like, what's wrong with Darren? Like he's had a knee up, he can't do out. So he's not going to stand up for long periods of time when it comes to the game. Uh, and also, on congrats, the, Palmer, on that, by the way. And I've got to say, uh, well done on the 10K for Jude. Also, Tommy Burr's family's also got something very similar with his youngest getting cancer. And the amount of clubs and players and stuff that have rallied around both uh, the Jamesons and the Burr family to just give them the money to try and get them the help they need is really great to see. And it's yeah. the one side of football you love to see whenever there's something like this, they always come out and support. Get involved with it all if you can. Um, yeah, that's I, I just it's great to see the the community coming together on that one. Um, yeah, Darren Moore, it's not a too serious, just a route. It was it was quite amusing to see people saying even the managers got injured. And yeah. he's had to, and all of that. Oh, actually, one thing we forgot to mention. Guys, in case you didn't know and you hadn't been made very much aware, if you buy oh, a yeah. shirt, a Wednesday shirt at the minute from last season, you'll get a free ticket to a game of your choice in the first, like, month. I don't know if Wednesday have promoted it enough, so we oh, might have to no. do that Yeah, mm. on the podcast. I have noticed gone down well. I ain't getting a pink shirt. No, because they're gone. They're all sold out. They clearly saw the backlash and just did one like did one or two runs of it and they've just sold it out rather yeah. than... Because I got the last away shirt easily. This one, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll wait till end of the season. And then I go on and I think, oh, I was even ready to do the offer, which I think is ridiculous, by the way paying full price for a last season's kit just to get a yeah. free ticket because it's not that great value, let's be honest. 
I was fully prepared to do that. And then they had a small, and I was like, all right, that'll fit my left leg. <laughs> right? If you want that pink shirt, you're going to have to wait at least two years in eBay. <sighs> Literally. I like them bigger, though. I like 2XL yeah. football shirts because they end up actually just fitting like a large anyway. <laughs> also, on the shirts... No kits yet, as everyone keeps going on uh, Twitter going, is the new kits out yet? Is the new kits out? Not yet. Yeah. Uh, we do know yeah, the yeah. kits have been delivered. I clearly, I clearly, we're, started, we're I clearly, I clearly started an art competition that everybody else has <laughs> yes, yes. partaken after yeah. when I did my little paint style kit and then everybody else started doing them. <laughs> and I was like, all right, have we got any originality left? <laughs> I mean, it's not, hey, to be Lee, honest. Lee, I think, Lee, I, I think I, I, I'll be honest. I think I robbed it off like something I saw three years ago. So <laughs> it all comes back around. I'm being facetious. But uh, yeah, I do realise how we need to win the Twitter game, Jake. We do just need yes, to tweet what everybody else has tweeted. Because it, I do notice that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting at the minute because I've been, I'm a I've boomer. been looking... I've been looking at some of the Sheffield Wednesday hashtag. If it isn't trying to after announce them, it's like Wednesday kit coming out. It's like the kit. If if you know Wednesday and you've been a fan for Wednesday a long time, we make our kit launches like really staggered and wait our time uh, to get it all sorted. Uh, we're not the best at getting the kits out early. Come on, one year we waited until like Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh... I am interested well, by this because point last season Macrons, we were wearing that one-off kit, weren't we? Mm, I'm interested by Macron's kit this year because a lot of them that they're giving to other clubs, they're old school kits. For God's sake, I've just opened Twitter to refresh to see if any stories and the first thing that's come up is a reminder to take advantage of our <laughs> ticket deal. <laughs> I'm not even making it up, mate. <laughs> seriously tweeted that again. <laughs> oh, no. Get a grip. Right. Oh. Anyway, we named the last episode um, Waiting on a Wilkes because... It was actually a Foo Fighters reference. It was. But hardly probably anybody got that. Um, it wasn't a very good reference. I just like name. I like titles of podcasts that sound relatively different to what football podcasts do. So yeah. that's why all our titles are a little bit weird. And, and let's just face it, you like puns. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, but the that's because Wilkes... As far as we were led to believe, it had a medical. So Wilkes was done and dusted and ready to go from what I heard and from what a lot of the press in Hull have heard. And the thing is, a lot of people gave uh, Joe, Dom, Alex, all our local um, journos some grief. But a lot of their information came from the Hull side saying, it's done and dusted, this is what it is. And it's like whole city's like gone Friday gone. Hmm. Oh, okay. Done, done. Hey, people online are saying this is cheap. Yeah. People saying this is too cheap. What's going on? I can guarantee you Jake saw him outside the bushes outside Middlewood because that's where Jake camps. He literally sits there. (laughs) And you you saw him a good couple of times, didn't you? You thought you, and talking about a medical on his way out, right? Yeah. A long lens. Exactly. You'll be getting a job at um, Leeds next. Um, So, I think this is a sign, and I said it, I said it on Twitter, just of clear cold feet. Mm. Cold feet from a chairman who saw the reaction of how cheap are we letting him go for and went, oh. He's also new to football, their chairman. Yeah. Let's remember that. Oh, no, I can't sell him for that then. We must, I must change change my tack. This is from Hull Live. Quote, Hull City Vice Chairman Chairman, Tan Kessler has revealed Sheffield Wednesday's first offer for Malik Wilkes was, quote, not enough to consider. Though negotiations between the two clubs still remain, quote, 
open, end quote. Hull Live understands a £200,000 deal is edging closer, though Kessler has claimed there is still plenty of work to be done before they can get it over the line. So it's, I'm going to just say, it's probably not a 200k deal anymore if we're, yeah. it's, that's the issue. Wilkes is said to be keen on a summer switch to Hillsborough with a two-year deal on the table as Darren Moore looks to bolster his attack ahead of the new season. Talks have been ongoing regarding Hull's asking price for Wilkes, who netted three times in 20 appearances last season in a campaign when he suffered injury issues and a loss of form. Speaking to BBC Radio Sheffield, Kessler has confirmed the club will listen to an improved offer from Wednesday, but at the moment it is not at the required asking price. He said, They have a genuine interest in Malik. But, it's, but he is someone who has had his good days with us. He's out there training properly and competing. He always has a jersey here. With all due respect to Sheffield Wednesday, the offer is not enough for us to consider. I think the offer for Malik should be higher because if it's seeing himself... Because if he's seeing himself and they're seeing him at a price that level, I think he better stay here. The negotiations are open. You cannot close the doors to anyone or any player. You need to understand where your players stand in the market if you don't do the deals or conclude the deals. But you need to understand who your players are. It's it's the only way you can get the real value of players based on their performances. By the way, this is the article. So this is what he said. This is not yeah. me dumbling over my words. It's also easy for us to tell our own players what the market dictates based on their demands. If the player is asking for X and there is no offer on the table, we should be honest to tell them that there is nothing there is nothing on the market for you. For you to ask X, somebody has to demand you. Not to confuse anyone. <laughs> oh, you're doing a really good job there, mate. The offer for Mil- <laughs> uh, Malik is not enough. <laughs> if the offer is improved, we will always consider for any of our players. Now, I listened to that on Radio Sheffield, yeah, that it I was the, as sort of like, yeah, that. Um, He's basically crapped the bed and gone, we can't sell him for that. We'll wait for a bit more money. So I reckon he wants about five hundred. I reckon if you chuck about, you, it, to be honest, you could probably get get three fifty. But I think put, I think I think they want anywhere from four fifty to six hundred around that ballpark. Now the thing I've got here is that yes, you're saying yes, he's still our player. You've made him sign a one year extension. He's desperate to come to Wednesday. There's no guarantee, and from what I've spoken to a couple of Hall fans, they don't see him fitting in how they're going to play next season anyway. You yep. just sold George Honeyman for 16 million as well. So you, yeah. you're not, it's not like you're not making any money at the minute in this window. It just, I get it. Oops. 500, like, I don't even want to pay like 500 for because I think he's great. Yeah, I could see it. But the thing is, you can, you can say the fact, he's just, he's been out of form. He's had an injury. We don't know if he's going to fit in. You're not going to use him. Yeah, he might have a jersey here, but is he going to be happy? Exactly. He's, he made it very clear he wants to come to Wednesday between him and his agent. He sees himself in Wednesday. If you look at all the interactions him and Windass has had over this whole period, he feels like he's going to be a Wednesday player. The thing is, when you're looking at deals like this, these are the ones that go on and on and on for ages because... One person wants one deal, the other person wants another deal. We know what chance there is like when it comes to negotiation. It might be that they he turns and says, look, I'll give you a lower price, but how about we give you a 20% sell-on fee if he comes? He got him for a low price, and then you get a bit of money that way. But I don't know if that's be something chance would like to do as well, if you know what I mean. It's an interesting one because the other thing with this deal is a lot of it really go from thinking about what happens next going forward because I think people say walk away, walk away from this deal and I'm like okay then, who are you going for next then if you're walking away from this deal because the one thing that this player does offer us is good resale value at 23 and that's the one thing we've not had a lot of so far in this market and Okay then, okay then if that's the situation with Wilkes and it's a 500k job. Yeah. Do you raise it and say, you say, who do you go for next? Is it Alfie May? So we have to stress that 
Darren Moore has not fancied Alfie May in the past, so there is that side of it. Mm. But John Palmer of Gloucester Live puts on that their Twitter that Alfie May has got a valuation of 500k. 23 so, goals last year's season. So that, for me, would be the other side of it. What would you say to Alfie May? I'd like to get him in. He's a good player. I think he's uh, a player that Darren Moore already knows. And the only reason he went out at Donny Rovers at the time, he wanted a 13 football, which Darren couldn't offer him. Uh, there's already a good relationship there. Apparently, he still has a house in Donny as well. And yeah. so the lo- moving location, not an issue there. It's one of those things, it's like, you've got a player who's, I've seen the argument, he's only had one good season in League One so far, but he's one good season, got him a lot of goals, and what was one thing we missed last season? Do you know his his play style? He's a striker come like attacking winger kind of thing, but he's more of a striker, so I don't know where you will put him in that. Because we have just signed, um, what's his name? Smith. That's it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh God, that's going to annoy some Rotherham <laughs> fans. I couldn't even remember his name. Smith is your target man, though, isn't it? That's what we missed last year. Yeah, Smith is your target we, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So we've got Gregory. We do probably still need another one, don't we? So You, you look at what we've got strikers. You've got Gregory, you've got... Uh, you've got Gregory, you've got Smith, you've got Patterson, not a striker, Windath, not a striker. You still probably need another one or two strikers anyway. That is a striker. Could, could, yeah. could this be a deal where we turn around and say, hi, we're going to get Wilkes, and then maybe say, have we got enough in the tank to get May as well? There's nothing stopping or getting both. Because we still need another striker, and Wilkes can play as a winger. I'm just trying to look at where his stats have played him. I'll give you his FIFA stats while we wait, though, Alfie May. He's a 67 overall. He had an inform card of 74, though. He got a silver team of the week with 93 pace, that card. But his, his normal pace is not not quite up there. His, uh, his I can't find his actual main card. I've had to go into the stats and look at his actual play, but there's some 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 standout meta stats. He's got 87 acceleration, 82 sprint speed. Um, his finishing is... God, this is American, I can tell. 68. So it's not amazing, but yeah, there's... Uh, his stamina is eighty-eight, so he'll he'll run all he'll run all about on FIFA for you. I'm actually trying to find his real life stats though, because oh, he is listed as a centre forward. He, he ripped he ripped us apart when they played us at home. And he and he apparently has played across the left and the right wing. He, he's a very similar him him and Wilkes are very similar in where they play. But in the sense, he's saying we still need another striker. Could you, could you in theory, puff for two? But then again, 500k on one and then whatever you put for Wilkes. Well, yeah, because you'd say be you'd, a, well, you'd push them much? out to the wings. Do, or do we do the Liverpool thing and play with a front three? Mm. But we don't do that. We play yeah. with wing backs. So it's, it, it looks at the options there. Because I was thinking, if you look at wingers, we ain't got any wingers. No. We, we, Johnson, we, if in theory, if you think of actual winger who played as a winger, that's about it. Yeah, but it, a good a good thing to do is, yeah, I'd sign them both, personally. If I had the choice, you'd sign them both because you want the option of being able to play with wingers if you need that option and you want to shift the formation and, and they could they could double up as wingers. That'd if be... It, f- say, it's, say if it's 500k for both, it's a million. That's, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot of money when you've, when you've not been spending anything, isn't it? Yeah. It all adds up. But yeah, he's um, he would be the less value proposition if you think yes. about it. Because if you can get if you can get Wilkes a five hundred k with his return, then maybe Wilkes wins because he's twenty three. Alfie May's twenty nine. So if you're looking at terms of longevity and future, there is probably a little bit more with Wilkes than Alfie May. But I take I take either of them. 
I take I think both of them. I think, the, I think the beauty thing about a lot of the players who we're bringing in and or we've been linked with, they've either... Ben Hennigan been on Darren Moore's radar for years. Finally gets him in the door. Wilkes, he had him at Donny. Loved him, wanted to sign him, couldn't. Went to Hull, eventually. And there's only that relationship. May, worked with him, couldn't get him to fit into his uh, team how he wanted and the lab wanted 13 football, went to Cheltenham to get 13 football. These are all players Darren Moore's either looked at for a very long time or worked with before. That is something you cannot stress more that Darren Moore already knows what he's looking at. And that's something we've had in the past where some man, we've got players in, it's like, well, he's never worked with him. It's a shot in the dark. Here's the player you get. Just learn to deal with it. We're getting in a situation where Darren Moore knows what he wants or he's, playing, he's getting players he's worked with before. So they're going to come in, know how he works, know his system and get straight down to business. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Been trained in theatre and having done Mulan as a child, I really had to hold back there. That's, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had a good transition in my head as well. And then the Huns got in the way. Right. The transition was going to be speaking of player Darren Moore has um, had previous experience with so. Speaking of players that Darren Moore has had very recent experience with, this is from Birmingham Live. Quote, Sheffield Wednesday remain keen on Birmingham City defender Harley Dean, Birmingham Live understands. Dean, who has returned to pre-season training with the Blues, spent the second half of the season on loan at Hillsborough. End quote. There's not much more in that article about it. It's just, we apparently remain keen. So, could you see Harley Dean because we're keen, back at Hillsborough. No. And the simple okay. reason is they just sat Lee Bowyer and there's a new manager in, in John Eustace. And I think that's a clean slate for everyone. The reason Dean didn't want her to leave Birmingham is because he fell out with Lee Bowyer. Now there's a new gaffer. I think that completely changes everything. He got a chance to show what he can do in front of a new gaffer. Get his bot back. I think that I think this deal probably dead unless Birmingham can be given a bit of money in their takeover situation, which is rumbling on and on and on. It just seems like it's never ending. But with having a new gaffer, you can't any player who's been here before, especially if it's like Dean, who it was very clear it was because he didn't get on with Lee Bowyer. That is the reason he came out. He's got a new gaffer now. Clean slate. I don't think it happens now because of the clean slate. I think he tries to get himself back into that Birmingham team. I could see that actually. Yeah, I the the way I the way I say it is because he had good rapport with the fans. He seemed to he seemed to enjoy his time here despite the initial injury. Because it's Sheffield Wednesday, you get injured when you come here. Let's be honest. And he said it. He said it in his interview. I rarely get injured. And then got what injured. Happens. Yeah, yeah. First appearance. Oh, great. Um, yeah. We we would be the type of club that I do think he'd want to sign for. He's, he's, I think he was open to a move coming back. Actually, we did hear he would be open to a move coming back yeah. here. It's not it's not really a secret, that, is it? Um, people will go, do we need him? We've signed a Wekwe. We've got Hennigan. I still probably think we need another centre-back. You, you need so another centre-back. That's why I could see. Because Kieran Brennan has gone out on loan. So he's gone to league. Is, is it Swindon? He's gone to Swindon. He's gone to, yeah, he's gone, gone yeah, to Swindon so he, on a year-long loan. Which I will say is a very is going to be, hopefully is going to be a very good loan for him uh, in terms of development there. Because if he can get a full season under his belt, that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Um, that now doesn't mean we're missing a defender. Well, we've got Iorfa, Awekwe, Hennigan. Yeah. Palmer, if you want to shove him there. Palmer can Palmer play ain't it, a centre-back. He'll do no, it, but, but he ain't a centre-back. He'll do it. He ain't a centre-back. That's about it. Because we released Hutch, who was playing as a centre-back. We are um, having a trial at Reading, as well as Matthew Luongo. Mm. Who finally put out his heartfelt uh, goodbye to the club as well. Do we have any more centre-backs? Is that it? I think that's it. 
if we play three we're... at the back, we've only got three centre backs. That is Sheffield Wednesday all we get, over, we, isn't we it? Still, we still need two centre backs, minimum. Because I when... can see one of them being alone. Well, the thing is, if, 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 it's, both lo- of them. if, it, if it's loans, we're not going to see that until middle of August, possibly. Yeah. Because cause I was talking to someone earlier today, like they're saying, oh, I don't think we're going to get many loans. But I think we are going to get loans, but you're not going to see them until the back end of the transfer window when all the premiership teams have got most of their business done and they know what they've got and what they want to do. Yeah, and when they've decided in. what they're going to do in the Scottish Premiership, that's when the Premier League will decide, and then you'll get the loans from the Premier League as well. Okay, uh, okay. If a if a Premier if a Scottish Premiership player comes to Wednesday, that was a damn good clue. But yeah, you're right. The Premier League players will come. Yes. Um, so I'm just looking at the lineup. So the lineup from Alfreton was Dawson, Glover, Palmer, Iorfa, Galvin, Johnson, Hunt. Deli Bashru, Bannon, So Gregory. Obviously, Hunt didn't play in the end. He got subbed out. Um, and then the second half lineup was Dawson, Hunt, Hennigan, Awekwe, Brown, uh, Aguias. I think that's how you say it. I'm not even going to. It's probably not. I'm sorry. Byers, Hunt, Windass, Patterson, Smith. Now, do we do a shout at Big P at centre back? Do it. Do do the old FIFA trick. No, he did it. He did it last season. He did play it in the back. Um, Dean. That's why I could see Dean being a priority, really. There, but if you're going to play a steady three, because do you rotate one of them or do you? I don't know. I th- way, I do. Th- only way on. it works out is if the gaffer already got a player in mind he wants to do, and he. He turned out, I might not play you that much. If you want to go, go. Mutual agreement leaves, kind of thing. Because it does yeah. happen. But I don't know. The, the Dean link just kind of, I think it might be dead. Unless we're going to pay big money for him. And do you want to pay big money for a player at age? One more centre back signing, one loan, I think. Mm. I also think we might do that up up the field as well. I think we might loan a striker in. Yeah. And and bridge those gaps a little bit more, you know, and loan a, probably loan a wing back as well. Yeah. But yeah, um we'll see what happens with Dean. We know we can we know he can do it if he if he does. If he does sign. Uh but Wednesday might be onto something with a, with a little sell on here. So this is from the 72. Sheffield Wednesday could ba- uh, could bank welcome financial boost amid fo- former stars Nottingham Forest and Watford links. Sheffield Wednesday could receive a welcome windfall if Reading striker Lucas Shaw makes a move this summer after including a 20% sell-on clause in their 2019 deal with the Royals. Sheffield Wednesday sold... Angolian? I thought he's Portuguese. I thought he's Portuguese. Yeah. No, Jao Portuguese. Jao's Portuguese. He's played for Portugal. Yeah. And he didn't switch either because he played for the Portugal national team, right? Yeah. He born. He, he called- born in Portugal. He born in Lisbon. Google. Google. This is in the article. He, right. Oh, hang on, hang on. He played for Angola in 2022. One appearance. He has switched allegiance. Hang on. We wouldn't know that in fairness. In March, in March 2022, Did he not play selected, selected for Angola for friendlies uh, to be held later next month, that month. Did he not get a... It must have been a friendly appearance for Portugal then he got and not a competitive if, if he's not locked in. Mm. So he's not yeah. on, Angolan. Okay. Well, there we go. Your journalism was fantastic. Well done. Um, on our face. We yeah, we sold him to Reading three. To be fair, he was a Portuguese player when we yeah had we. Him. Um, <laughs> it's talking about the it's talking about the move there. Basically, we've known this for ages that Wednesday you've got a twenty percent sell on, and no, that is not a twenty percent of profit. That is a twenty percent of whatever fee. He goes yeah. for. 
which is if it is the three million stated, would be about six hundred k. That wealthy. Exactly, and that's what you look at it like. Zhao gets sold, we get the sell on. You buy Wilkes. Wilkes in theory, not in theory, but it makes out to be like a free transfer because you're spending money you wouldn't have anyway from the sell on anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's good on the and it's good on the books. Yeah, yeah. it is good on the books to get that through there. But I, uh, I really hope he gets sold. The one player you don't want to go for a free is a player that's got a twenty yeah. percent. Come on, Forrest. I was on your side. Forrest, you're in the Premier League looks now. Looks like his move is likely moved to Besiktas in Turkey. He can afford through for they're looking at going for the Burnley striker which is kind of annoying, but we'll see. This one could run and run and run until we find out. But Reading need to sell players, though. They are in financial issues themselves. They are running on an EFL business plan model at yeah. the moment. If, so. if they can get $3 million for him as well, that'd be handy. Yeah. Because we got... Wouldn't that... Because I think we bought him, rumoured about the time, it was about... It wasn't, it wasn't cheap, I, I, no. but I think... Was he around two point four? It was about 2.4, yeah. And then we sold uh, him for 7. Yeah. 7, 8. Did we sell him for 7, 8 million? I thought I we sold him for 6. I think it rose to 7 if he got promoted. I think there was a clause in it. Oh, yeah, and Redden famously got promoted, so we clearly got 7 for him. Sorry, I'm being such an arse. You know what? I'm used to it, mate. He, yeah. According to transfer market, he's worth you know four point like. five million. Uh, we bought him for two point five. Oh come on, that it, wasn't bad. That was. A, they, pro- they possibly rounded it up as well. That's that was a memory. Right, so they bought him for four point eight six. Apparently. Okay. So. So we've basically doubled our money on him, with this yeah. sell on. Fair play. This is from this star, Sheffield Wednesday new boy Michael Awekwe on Rotherham United fans' anger and Owl's massive fan base. In an exit interview with Rotherham Advertiser, the 29-year-old centre-half admitted he understood the fury of Miller's supporters for leaving his old club for their biggest, with a question mark in it. Is that in the star article or a self-behind the document? <laughs> Please tell me that's in the article. Either one would be hilarious. Because I'll, I'll give you that one, Joe Cran, if you've done that. It's Alex oh, it's, Miller. It's Alex, it's Alex Miller's article, yeah. Uh, no, I think Sofa put that in. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that not in the article? Are you sure? No, no, it's a full stop at the end of it. She gets the bants. She gets the bants. Um... Anyway, for the biggest rivals, we we need to stop this narrative. Anyway, an audacious double raid also saw last year's Miller's top scorer, Michael Smith, join Darren Moore's promotion push. And Awekwe said he was looking forward to moving onwards with Wednesday, who sees... uh, who he sees as a side that can achieve their goal of a return to the championship this season. There's an element of sadness there, he said on leaving New York Stadium. Quote, in any walk of life, when you've been somewhere for that long, there's going to be sad feelings about going. I've made friends who I'll always keep contact with. That includes players and staff. It's football. I'll move on and Rotherham will be fine without me. It's on to the next challenge for me now. Awekwe was chosen in the League One's Team of the Year for a string of towering performances at the heart of Rotherham's defence. The, in talking about the reaction he got, he said, in quote, listen, I'm a football fan myself. I'm a big, I'm a big Liverpool follower. I get where the Rotherham fans are coming from. I fully understand it. You can't control how people are going to think or feel about you. All I can say is that I didn't take my decision lightly. I had to have a long, long think about it. It was based on doing the right thing by my family. The size of 
Sheffield Wednesday is huge. I know that from being around the area. The fan base is massive. He got the word in there. He said it. Yep. He said the thing. He said the word. He said the thing. As I said earlier, it came down to me being 29 and doing the best for my family. That's it, really. I came close to staying. There were points in the negotiations where I thought it might happen. I'm 29, and at this stage of the career, I had to take the decision and speak with everyone around me, my family, my missus, and all that stuff. It wasn't something I could just do in a couple of days. I appreciate Rotherham for making me that offer, but ultimately, I had to do what was best for my family. How many times is he going to say that? Yes, we get it. <laughs> we get it. Yep. Um... The day before the, his Wednesday switch was confirmed, Miller's boss Paul Warren claimed he was confident that one or both of Smith or Awekwe would stay. Asking how close he came to signing a new deal with Rotherham Awekwe, he said, as I've mentioned, there were points where I was close to staying. The offer I took in the end was the best for my family and myself. Yep. <laughs> Football moves on quickly. I had to make a decision. It wasn't one I took lightly. I'm very much happy... Hoping I'll be back in the championship the following year. That's the aim. Sheffield Wednesday have huge potential. I've joined a squad capable of winning promotion, end quote. Now, if you want the Michael Smith version, if you check your messages, Michael Smith version to Alex Miller came out, I think, while we were doing this. His okay. interview with Michael Smith. I'll do. So, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it in hot. So you just talk to us about what I've just talked so about with the... I, I think this... I get why Miller fans are a bit salty about this. It's one of your players coming, and it's funny how you watch Twitter go from, oh, he's amazing, he would never sign there, to, oh, Judith, why would you go there? If one of the things, if he's going to doing a deal, like I said, he's 29, we probably did offer a little bit more money, and their manager, they'll also turn around and said, I get it, they're at the latter end of their careers. They're going to need to have that one lap payday. We are very good at being the club that give people the lap paydays. Let's be honest. We are that club. But I understand it. They've got to do what's right for him, his family. If it means he's in a position where he already knows it as well, he hasn't got to do much more traveling. It's not adding too much onto his journey. If he's coming from Manchester every day with Smith and the carpool, it makes sense. Yeah, and Smith has said to the star, so Alex Miller has wrote another article on it today, and he, uh, he says, and quote, until anyone has been in my position, it's hard to say. It was, it was for the family, but in football terms, it's, joined, it's good to join a project that the manager has sold to me, to play at Hillsborough every week too. I've played here as a away team, and that experience, to experience that kind of atmosphere every other week was something that really intrigued me. Oh, <laughs> I hope they haven't read that one. There's that side of it as well. It wasn't just the opportunity for the family. It was for me trying to do something with this football club and help it win promotion. Not that the club needed selling to me anyway, but that first conversation I had with the manager here was not just what he wants not just that he wants to get promoted, he wants to go on and win the league. That's something I've never managed to do before. So we spoke about that first and the chance to do it in front of those fans. It would be something special. Another little dig. No, I was waiting for the people to think the podcast had died. I'm going to start doing that. The pregnant pauses. <laughs> that could be quite funny. Um, I've had conversations with several of the clubs and Sheffield Wednesday cropped up. As I've said before, it was an opportunity for myself that I couldn't turn down. Myself and my family, I couldn't turn down. My missus is pregnant. We're due a second child in November. So all, so they're all things we had to weigh up as a family. So it's a lot about family. It's very Vin Diesel. Um, yeah. And I, I just hope they do. Like, they, can, they can move on now, you know? Yeah. I think I think Rotherham fans are slowly starting to move, come around and move on, and well, the they've got their striker. Yeah. You are the the one on Twitter that doesn't seem to be moving on, but yeah, uh, we've all seen the one on Twitter. Yes. We've all seen the one on Twitter, I believe. Um, but yeah, I'm moving on anyway. Let's yeah. see if they can they can do well for Wednesday. This is from Wales Live, so we've got a bit, we've got a lot of. Uh, Interesting sources today coming from all over. Quote, Swansea, Swit uh, Swansea Switty. 
<laughs> Swansea City transfer news. As Sheffield Wednesday track striker. Can I just say, like, I used to be able to speak and then I started doing this podcast with you and something's going on. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday have shown an interest in Swansea striker Kyle Joseph, Wales Online understands. The 20-year-old featured twice under Russell Martin in the Carabao Cup last term before being sent out on loan to Cheltenham Town for the duration of the 2021-22 uh, season. However, his loan to the Robins was cut short when he returned to South Wales in January. He went on to make 10 sub-appearances for the Swans in the second half of last season, but had continued to attract plenty of transfer interest, with Portsmouth keen on a deal for the ex-Wigan Athletic man. It's understood Sheffield Wednesday, who were beaten by Sunderland in the League One playoff semi-finals last season. Thanks. Are also exploring <laughs> the option of signing Joseph. The youngster has still has three years left to run on his Swans contract, although the club are open to offers for the versatile attacker, who can also play at wing-back. Joseph was with his Swansea teammates at their Penny Hill Park training camp last week and is now continuing his preparations for the upcoming campaign at the club's Fairwood base. So, we were talking about strikers Wednesday could potentially bring in. This is a name that's sort of come out of nowhere in that regard. Kyle Joseph. I've used him a couple of times on Football Manager. Very good. <laughs> Is he a football manager, lad? Yeah, he is. He's one that I always try and get in. Um, I always get that lad that Liverpool have signed. You know that? Is it Hickey at right back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always get him. Go on. It, the interesting thing, you're looking at the players we're going for or being linked at. They all can play. They're not just one positional players. If we're going to be playing with wing backs, he fits the role for wing backs. And if he can cut inside... That is fantastic. And we said earlier that we may be looking at a striker now. Swansea has kind of said they're not sure. They don't mind if it's going to be a loan or even a permanent deal. Now, the thing is, we already have a good relationship with Swansea from the buyer deal last season. And this is something that's very important to note as well. Having a good relationship with a club when it comes to doing a transfer, especially you've done one recently, it shows that they trust you and they know you can get a deal done. I wouldn't mind getting this lad in on a permanent. He's only 20. We can build him up. We've got that ability to get him into the situation. Like, we all had the whole thing, oh, is Bailey Karamatri going to be a player that we see it this year? Possibly not in a first team in League One, but he could do Carabao Cup. And Bailey, it come out, Bailey's contract for Wednesday, takes until he's about 20. And the lad's 17. That is a long contract for a young lad. Now, if you're thinking about oh, trying to get younger players in, this fits the bill. He's already played in League One at Cheltenham, so he's not going to be having to get used to the league. And if it's a situation where you're looking at him, he can play wing back and then a little bit of try. Isn't that directly what we were talking about when we were talking about the Alpherson game, about playing wing backs and we're mm. needing more wing backs and possibly somebody who could bot, like cut inside into a striking position? I don't know if he'd play from wing back. Are you on about him playing from wing back here? Yeah. Well, he got that. He got that option that Darren Moore likes. He liked to have. I a... just think it'd be a good young striker to bring in. The fact that like he scored four goals in nineteen appearances for Cheltenham. Mm. It's not obviously the the best, but it's not that many appearances in fairness. And then he played ten. He he's, he did play for Wigan. Yeah. So he scored five in eighteen for Wigan in League One again. So he's he's got a few goals in him and if you get the confidence and he is only 20, I do think it could, I, I could be one that sees it go either way, you know. But maybe he does just come in on loan. Maybe Wednesday don't want to buy him and go for the free. But it would be a good good one to, to bring in because he, they bought him for 500k plus add-ons. Yeah. It depends on if they w would want more from that. Because that was, they got him as, um, I think they got him part as, comp as part of compensation. Right, it takes so, k they had to pay. For, if it compensated for that, 300k. It was, well, it, well, it was reported, it was around, because I'm looking at the reports of around the time, it was 500k plus add-ons. Right. So it was a little bit more for him, so, they prob so it was probably a different situation with yeah. him. But would they want that 500k back? Because I'm not, I'm not putting 500k into a 20-year-old in Wednesday's current situation that's not got the goals mm. that the likes of Wilk and Alfie may have shown. Yeah. 
I it's would an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is, well, it's that lone striker you were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's a FIFA signing all day. Yeah. It's the FIFA signing that and putting 500k into all day. And it's if the club's financially stable, it's a, probably a sign I'm doing for 500k again because you, you take a risk on it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But um, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if we could get get him in on a loan and and have a different option there because you you never know how they're gonna work out. We he need, uh, we we need another on. striker. Yeah, and speaking of FIFA, he's a sixty rated bronze, seventy five pace, fifty nine shooting for a striker. Oh, forty four passing, sixty dribbling, nineteen defending, fifty five physical. You sure about you doing that FIFA signing now? Yeah, twenty years old. I'd put him in the training yeah. sessions. Yeah, It'd be fine. It'd be fine. Scott, he's played for Scotland at youth level, by the way. So that's worth pointing out that he's uh, he Scottish is capped at that, youth level. I mean, I'm just trying to think how many Scottish players we would have in our team then. Tobias got it. Bannon got it. Patterson got it. Palmer got it. Palmer's not Scottish. Palmer's from Worksop, and this lad's He's not Scottish Wor- either. Right. Unless, unless London okay, is, okay. In, is in Scotland, Okay, not this Scottish, lad ain't but Scottish play, either. But, but play for the Scottish national team due to a yeah. grandparent. Yeah, this lad's from Chipping Barnet. Jesus Christ, he really isn't from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and he grew up in, in Southport. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. So, yeah, he ain't he ain't Scottish. Okay, then again, international. So. Then again, a hundred percent. If I became good at something to a point where I wasn't playing for England, I would hundred percent play for Scotland because I am. Ve- I'm half tempted to become Scottish anyway because I'm well within my rights to. Right? Mm. If we keep going the way we're going, I'm becoming Scottish. I'm doing the same uh, thing. I am. We, I am announcing we, the Scottish. We, we've been we've been looking at the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I look honestly. I love the English patriotism side of the football team, right? Mm. But with a lot of things, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. See you in a bit. Um, oh, that's going to annoy some flags, right? Let's uh, let's move on to. Another forward. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it's not. It's the same article. (laughs) I can't read. Jake, I need my dinner. (laughs) Should we talk about um, Derby signing our release list? They only need Massimo Luongo to complete the set. So Derby County, who have been taken over, so they ain't dying, um, which I I didn't want to see the club die. Nobody wanted to see them die. No, no. One, it's got to be. It's just the way the FL has gone about it feels like they've given more time to other to them than other clubs, and that's yeah, the bit be, they've been very about. unfair the way they've treated it, you know. Yeah. And it's like it's like when Wednesday said something. I remember they went, "Oh, didn't we relegate you? No, you didn't. You know what? You relegated us because you cheated, because mm. we got punished and you didn't. So we'd have been all right. So yes, there is a little bit of that there. But with um, Mendes Lang and Wildsmith have both gone there. Wildsmith, they don't have a keeper, so Wildsmith's their only keeper. Yeah. So he might Joe, get he might get some game time. Joe Deal makes more sense to me. It gives him a chance to rebuild his career, start again in interviews he's had. He's both about his experience. It it that kind of thing we said he needs to go to a club and get game time. He'll get that. And I think it's a smart move. It's a big club, so he's gonna be used to be playing for in front of big crowds anyway, so that's not going to bother him. And with Derby, they're going to... People are already seeing, like, I'm signing all the players, oh, we're up there. They are so not going to be up there. They've got to gel a team in not many weeks. Mm. And they need a lot of players. There is is that side of it. And Mendes Lang's one is, like, it's an an interesting one. I might put what I've just put into a message to Jake in the Discord, but I can't say it on the podcast. 
Um, but yeah, I I think Mendes Langer he he wants that sort of he wants that sort of I'll be a star flair man, and we'll see. they've signed him on a two year deal as well. So you know what the two thing this is what this is typical Sheffield Wednesday get a player fit back ready go to another club look I'm fit I'm ready to go and then like oh Christ. oh they'll, no yeah, they'll just, probably do I just realised something we're gonna play Derby next season and nick all our chance and all our jumping about yeah oh yeah that'll be fun wait until they hear the uh, Gregory's song they'll be doing that for one of their players they'll be like oh we ain't nicked that one. Give it to him. Um, Wednesday, you're off to Portugal. Do you fancy flying us out as press? Yeah, that'd be nice. It would, wouldn't it? But we're, um, we've got a few more pre-season stuff, uh, pre-season matches coming up. They've just released ticket details for Harrogate. Um, there's Bournemouth at the Portugal training camp. Behind closed doors. The- yep. Um, and there's Rayo Vallecano. That is Question the correct mark. thing is saying it. I, I, I'm not going to tell you how I tried to say it on my live stream. It went terribly wrong. Pardon me. But yeah, so we're playing the Spanish La Liga side. So Ooh. We've done that before, though. Yeah. At Hillbrook. So it's not like it's the first time. No, and it'll be uh, interesting to see how we get on there with... Uh, yeah. With, it's just it's all about getting the run out. It's... We're gonna, we're actually gonna start the season in quite hot weather, so this is actually quite good. Because yeah. makes what, a lot of sense with the season starting where we are. It's gonna be hot when when the season's kicking off this year. It's actually gonna be still in that horrible stage where because we get, we do still get through August September, we do seem to still get our summers are starting to get hotter, which I'm climate wise, right? It's dreadful. Yeah. Completely against to do everything we can to stop it, obviously, because we're idiots, right? From somebody who's lived in Britain my whole life, I quite like the sun. Yeah. Don't enjoy it with it. no, no, uh, no aircon in buildings, though. We're not prepared for it. It's too warm. Go on. It's, it's interesting watching Wednesday at the minute because they're doing double sessions at the minute. And when they go over in Portugal, I think it'll be... More, they may even do triple sessions, but there's going to be a lot of bonding to team building. There's going to be a lot of people who've got the lads like their golf, so they're going to be like, I'm guessing there's going to be a golf competition or something like that. Um, I've just got something from Wendy that just uh come out about the Papa John trophy. Go on, about, uh, so Tuesday the 30th of August, Bradford versus Wednesday. Tuesday the 20th of September, Wednesday versus Burton, and Tuesday the 18th of October, Wednesday versus Leicester City. Under 23s. Yeah, under under 21s. Under <laughs> the 23s. So that they're dexterity watchers in theory, if you can do them. Um, yeah. I mean, I might go to the one in August. Yeah. I've never been to a pizza cup game, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. They're not fun. I've never wanted to go. I've never needed to go. I've obviously done some for Dexterity Watch, but like, do you actually get vouchers for Papa John's? No. If we're press, if we're press, you get free Papa John pizza. I'm going to apply for that press badge. Walk it, walk it, go. Hey, up, Joe. Hey, up, Do you know what, hey, you know up, what happened? It was the, it was oh, the pizza. pizza. It was the pizza. <laughs> I mean, if I start writing again, I might have some sort of... When the hell have I got time to start writing? I say, when do you get time to do anything, mate? That's true. That's true. That's true. And before I start a, uh, another mad week, have you got anything to add, mate? Because that's all I've got. That's all I've got. Hopefully we'll get some more play through the door before we go to Portugal. And yeah, and kits. I'm hoping to we'll see some kit launches next week or at least showing of what it looks like. It'll be blue, it'll be white, simple, done. Yeah. Um oh, sorry, I'm just looking at new signings, just seeing if there's anything we've missed. I'm hoping you're liking all these pregnant pauses today. 
the yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Essex Panthers gone away. Yeah. yeah. Funny that. Yeah, I've just noticed that when I was looking at the uh, Alfie May stuff. Yeah. No, can't see anything I updated. Say, I, I will say this. If people are looking at rumours, especially on Twitter, check how many check how many kind of followers to followers to following they have. And also just go down the timeline. But also, also don't off, do that because my tweets are my 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 tweets are acceptable, and I only have four hundred and thirty three followers. No, but you also do a podcast on this, so you might be a little bit more there. Like there was when somebody it's when true. one of them said about uh, Wilkes had failed a medical or wrist injury, you just had to go through his timeline, and it just said everything. I wouldn't tweet the stuff we hear anyway, because then nobody would tell us anything. Exactly. And then you wouldn't be able to drop the, the little hints in that are funny. Well, funny to us. They're not probably funny to anyone else, if you actually even realise we're doing it sometimes. But, like, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, what you, I wouldn't what be that person. What you just said is hilarious. Yeah, that's <laughs> not appropriate for the podcast, is it? No. Might might be a members only thing. We'll let you know. Um, yeah. As I said, because I didn't say it at the start of the podcast, go onto the YouTube channel, De- uh, Dexterity Box, youtube.com slash Dexterity Box. There is membership of options available there. And I am going to be getting in touch with some members soon that have been members for a long time at certain levels, especially the highest tiers of membership. Um, I got some stuff I want to eventually send out to them. So make sure that you have, are still around there and you're keeping an eye on the threads for when I do that. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode of Talking Wednesday. Uh, make sure you take care of yourselves till next time and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.